Welcome back. This is Are We Doing This or What? Are We Doing This or What? Your dating, comedy, lifestyle podcast. (laughs) I'm your co-host, Karin. I'm the other co-host, Brenna. And we are diving into our second week of... Sexuality. Wow, we really had that a great in sync of back and forth. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever done it so well. We're so on it today. I know. Let's see where this goes. (laughs) But yeah, so I guess last week we just kind of, one, I said hello again after taking our little break. Yep. And then just did kind of a brief intro to sexuality, but mm-hmm. also knowing us, we still managed to cover a lot of <laughs> Almost topics. everything. Yeah, right. In like, like 27 minutes. Exactly. Almost like <laughs> most of the entire month. And now you guys know why... The episodes were so much longer last season. Yeah. Because <laughs> we would have done, like, sexuality in one sitting where we sit and talk for three hours. Yeah. And sometimes we have to remember that not just because we're friends, but this is a podcast. <laughs> this is also a so podcast. <laughs> gotta keep it sweet. <laughs> yes. But yes, yeah, so second week of sexuality. Mm-hmm. Do you want to mm-hmm. say what we're going to talk about? Um, yes. So it's going to be kind of generic today, you know, mm-hmm. see where things go. But I think today what we kind of want to touch on is like our sexual awakenings and Ooh. I don't know, like the growing of sexuality. Yes. It's ever growing. Exactly. Actually, ever changing. Yes. Definitely believe that. But yeah, I think, uh, I'm excited. I think the like concept of sexual awakenings are very interesting. I know. Well, <laughs> this was something that I realized about myself that like I hadn't I knew it about myself, but I hadn't like consciously thought about it since I was a child. But um so my first I think I might have told you this before, but my first ever like celebrity crush because I, I liked boys for like ever. Mm-hmm. I was like one years old flirting with any boy I could find. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think I must have been in, like, first grade. This was, like, the first time I was like, oh, I'm in love. This this is it for me. And Classic time. I, yeah. yeah. I remember something like that happening I, to me. I'm unwavered. <laughs> but it was, I would consider it, like, my first celebrity crush. Yeah. Oh, you're just a celebrity. Okay, okay. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited to hear who so, this is now. My first celebrity crush, like, hardcore, like, this is it. Like, I'm going to marry this man. Mm-hmm. Clay Aiken. Wow. <laughs> that, wow. <laughs> he did That's Singing in the Rain on American Idol. And I yeah. was like, he's the one for oh, me. Yeah, we're, we're both Broadway babes. Yes. So that tracks. Like, that makes sense. That's what I was looking for. Oh, my God. That's so for. funny. I'm trying to think of my first celebrity crush was. Uh, I guess also I can just say, I feel like your tastes have changed. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like my tastes are all over the place. Um, but I'm usually not in the gay men. Yeah. So. Well, there, there's that. I don't know. So, you know, that's good. I do love an entertainer, though. <laughs> yeah, a singer. <laughs> like definitely. a man that works the room. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I would say the same. You know, we both are into that whole comedy thing. <laughs> I know. I was, I was just thinking about, um, I tweeted the other day. It was like, Oh, if I was 
The Bachelorette. Like, Mm -hmm. the casting would just be 30 annoying white guys who won't shut up about how they want to try stand-up. Right, 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 right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, Fuck. But, okay, I guess I, like, I don't need to think about this too hard. Probably my first celebrity crush like I can remember being that young would be Viggo Mortensen. Who Uh, is that? He plays Aragorn in Lord of the Rings. Oh. Let me tell you. Okay, yeah. That five o'clock shadow, (laughs) my, like, six-year-old self was like, yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Also, just, like, his whole thing. His whole whole vibe. I'm, like, a fantasy girl, too, so I'm like, yeah. I know, I think that tracks really well for you. I think that's, like, a good... Yeah, it's, like, right on par. You've, like, stayed true. I can't say I've changed much. (laughs) Like, he still can get it. Uh, could get it hey if you're listening (laughs) hit us up but outside of that uh i would say probably my other first crushes as a kid were you know cartoons yeah absolutely (laughs) like spongebob not spongebob i remember she's in the holes i mean i like so many cartoons when we were growing up were hot and i'm just gonna put that out there and you did not have to be a person like again simba lion king oh my god when he turned into a teenager was like you have to be kidding me like spirit the horse they they like sexual energy coming off of this horse did you see that they're doing they just did a second spirit yeah and i was like really happy to see that they toned down his sex appeal like Lola Bunny in the new that's space what I was just gonna channel. say that's like, like Lola yeah Bunny. let's like not make like kids become a bunch of furries <laughs> like like they just made him like exactly. spirit like so like muscular like. but um I think on a human level one of my first crushes was also Ash and Pokemon oh my gosh yeah you know but I think yeah, I might I mean, be more into Brock yeah I guess like, I, I got it I like understood the mm-hmm. vibe of both of them totally and then also, like, you know, like, Kim Possible, Jasmine, mm-hmm. those ladies. Jasmine is just, like, the most beautiful princess. I know. I ever. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, also, I think if anybody, if you anybody our age has been on TikTok, it's one of those funny things that our generation, I feel like, bonds over is literally the fact that we had so many, like, sexy cartoons. I know. And, like, speak of sexual awakenings, like, so many of us had sexual awakenings, like, watching these Disney movies. <laughs> I saw something, I think it was another TikTok, um, that said, like, the funny thing about talking about, like, a, a sexy cartoon, because mm-hmm. you say, like, you know, you're talking to someone, you say, like, the, the hot, the hot fish in Finding Nemo, and it's, right. like, every, people can have, like, different ideas of who sure. the hot fish was in Finding Nemo, we but we are taste. all, um, yeah. we say that, and we're all imagining. Yeah. Our, our preference of a hot fish yeah. and finding I'm, Nemo. I mean, like, even by the fact that I just, like, mentioned, like, Simba and Spirit and you immediately knew <laughs> what oh I my was God. talking about. Yes. I wasn't just, like, out here, like, trying to fuck some cartoon animals. <laughs> <laughs> no, Disney knew what they were doing. But also, yeah, but there's was, all like, of way. those, like, sexual <laughs> references in Disney in those movies. Yeah, like, I mean, there was a lot of, I guess, like, sexy cartoons just literally going on. But it on. wasn't even sexy cartoons. It was, like, in The Little Mermaid, the original right. like, front packaging had, like, a penis in it. Oh, yeah. And that's real, because I have my VHS at home, and it has a penis yes, in the castle. I have, I have seen those. They the knew what they Disney. were doing. They knew that they were doing, but it still makes it weird. Oh, <laughs> fuck 
yes, what? It's like Disney just gets weirder. I feel like that's like what started like the pedophilia ring. It's I mean, like, that's also maybe why like so many millennials are obsessed with Disneyland. That, I feel like we're like really like figuring something we're out. Right now. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean to like blow by the pedophilia. <laughs> no, but it all makes sense though. It all it's like makes all sense. coming together. But yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think one of the most interesting ideas to me, or just something I think about more, is like again, you know, you have sexuality, which could also just be like what you're into, what mm-hmm. turns you on, whatever. If you're looking at it as like that, attraction, exactly, like that kind of base thing of like what's sexy to you. Yeah, and then you know, if you if you think about like, or when I think about when I was younger and I was a kid, it would be that kind of thing where you would just kind of react to things and have these feelings and maybe you didn't really understand what they were, mm-hmm. but you still were kind of like, well, what's going on? But then as you get older and then, like, you know, go through puberty and middle school and you start to kind of, like, compartmentalize and, mm-hmm. like, things get put on you. Like, looking back at it now, I'm like, oh, I feel like definitely my taste or whatever were influenced by just, like, going through that process. And yeah. then starting to even be more like, well, what am I allowed to be attractive to? Yeah. What yeah. am I supposed to be attracted I, to? I definitely think that's like a, I mean, maybe not for everybody, but like, I think that's really pushed on like females. Absolutely. Of like what you're supposed to be into. and Yeah. And I mean, again, of course, like sexual orientation being like a big one of yeah. them. But yeah, definitely for me, I can even just say being like, by slash pansexual Mm -hmm. that's something that's always been like thrown at me was kind of like well if you have a choice you know choose this right right and it's like well that's not really how i want to look at (laughs) my sexuality or my love life one better than the other yeah it's like also again i'm not i don't want to diminish it down like people and relationships down to like these weird boxes exactly yeah constructs so weird but yeah no i just i always find that very interesting to like think about now for my own self Again, just kind of a, you know, I feel like with regular inner child work, Mm -hmm. where I'm just like, Mm -hmm. definitely as I explore my sexuality, try to get back to that place of, you know, what do I just like, like, if I am just uninhibited in that? Good question. (laughs) Yeah, like, no judgment, no, like, constraints. Exactly. Well, I feel like, like, something I've been thinking a lot about is just how I don't think I was ever allowed, I mean, I wasn't allowed to be any kind of sexual being. Mm -hmm. Like, it just, it was such like a like taboo thing to even like think about sex like we didn't like I like before we started this we we're talking about like puberty and just like feeling like any kind of like sexual tension or anything through right. middle school and it's like that's not something that they like taught girls about oh yeah they I, nobody like, taught me how to masturbate no and nobody yeah. t- like they said like oh your body's gonna change you're gonna get your period mm-hmm. but never once were they like you're going to be horny no, like, they literally don't talk about girls being horny. The only thing they talked about was like, here, please be abstinent. Yes, <laughs> and especially for women, like I was going to even just say when you were talking, it's like not only, you know, what everything you're saying, which is like, you're supposed to be this pure thing that doesn't like to have you sex. You don't even think about you know, sex. You don't even think about you it. You can't. But at the same time, you're constantly being sexualized and mm-hmm. like reduced to your 
sex, your virginity, XYZ. That's so, like, rapey, though, because it's, like, so you're not supposed to, like, want sex or enjoy sex or know about sex or think about sex, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to think about having sex with you all the time. Exactly. Rape culture. Like, that's so disgusting. It is so disgusting, and it is so weird, but... I can just say it was like that was something again as like even as a teenager like I remember when I went through puberty I was like all I thought about was sex like and that was something that I would always think I was like so weird because that was how they always described guys like Mm. and going through puberty it's like oh yeah middle school boys like all they think about is sex and again whether biologically or culturally obviously sex is still different to everyone Mm. but even just that basis is I was like, is it weird that I'm like fucking horny all the time? Because exactly. apparently that's only something guys are and I'm not supposed because to feel that. Fucking talk Meanwhile, to us I'm about like it. in Spanish class, like thinking about <laughs> like <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fill in the blanks. Exactly. It's like, you know, literally daydreaming. But yeah. I mean at least we don't have to worry about like the whole accidental boner thing. Yeah. It's one of the one things I have really always enjoyed about being a girl. <laughs> one thing I've frequently enjoyed. I don't have a boner right now. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> Secretly turned on. <laughs> What's the bag? It's like, I'm an international super spy. <laughs> yes, thank you. That's as high as it goes. <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely, definitely is such a mind fuck. It is such a mind fuck. And I feel like it's like even after I feel like, okay, I, I began being, like, more of a sexual person when I had, like, my first boyfriend. Sure. I remember, if, okay, if, if you're, like, um, related to me or, like, my mom, stop listening. <laughs> um, I'll give you two seconds to click out of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would, we would just, like, have, like, get out, like, out of school and just, like, have sex for hours every right. day. Like, because it was just, like... This is nothing that, like, either of us have experienced. We were just, like, horny teenagers. Absolutely. The first, like, my first boyfriend I was having sex with, that was, like, all we did. Uh, Yeah. It's like, you don't even (laughs) like And again, because you're teenagers, you could just do it a lot. Yeah. Because it's not, like, lasting very long. Yeah, no, exactly. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, I could go again. No, totally. (laughs) And again, and again, and again. But, um, like, I feel like that's when I, you know started exploring any kind of like sexual being of myself mm-hmm. but then you know because prior to that I mean you know I was prepubescent not mm-hmm. sexual mm-hmm. <laughs> but then even after like, I feel like it was so shameful to like anybody else besides like my boyfriend like it was mm-hmm. still like you're not supposed to really be doing these things. You're right. not supposed to be sexual. Like, that's still, like, Even a bad thing. Even though you're also thing. literally... And, like, again, not that it matters, but you're literally in, like, a loving, committed relationship. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then, um, like, even after that, I don't know. I felt like... Because, like, as we probably know, I've had boyfriends for, like, a mm-hmm. long time. Like, mm-hmm. this was the beginning of, like, my boyfriend streak. Yeah. And I don't think... Like... I guess this is kind of what we were talking about last week of, like, I was only able to explore, like, sexuality, like, within that. Totally. Not like I wanted to have sex with other people, but, like, just being a sexual being was, like, mm-hmm. only tied to, like, one person. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's like, I don't know, I think harder to grow, at least for me. Yeah. So now, you know, the past, like, two years, I'm like, okay, yes, who no, am I? There's no, self-discovery <laughs> is a beautiful, beautiful thing. But I mean, also just for me, like something that I kind of thought about when you were talking about that is that, you know, another kind of weird thing that's always been my experience is that I always find 
that I've had a higher sex drive than my boyfriends or just like other people that I've been with. Mm-hmm. And again, like it's there's a difference between having a high sex drive, how it is for me, which is like, oh, I could just like fuck you a lot mm-hmm. multiple times versus, oh, I want to fuck a lot of different people, for example. Yeah, yeah. And so for me, something that would also always be a mind fuck was like, it's always presented that guys just always want to have sex mm-hmm. and they're always fucking down and mm-hmm. women don't want to have sex. Yeah. So, you know, it's like always I know, I think it's such a funny... Yeah, the Yeah, it's like, I'm not going to have sex with you, and I'm, like, holding that I'm going to bed. Whenever I was in a fight with my boyfriend, I would be like, why am I going to punish myself? I know, like... And not have sex. Like, I'm bad at him, not me. I'd like, have sex with you and, like, not talk to you. Exactly. And then be fucking pissed. Yes. But, so then it was just basically that thing of, like... So then it would be really... I would really internalize that if some somebody, like, wasn't in the mood... Mm-hmm. That it was because they weren't attracted to me yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Because basically my attractiveness was so wrapped and tied into like somebody wanting to have sex mm-hmm. with me. And again, that's basically what I'm being yeah. told. So it took me a really long time. And one of my relationships like disengaged from that mentally. Mm-hmm. of just like, this person just is not in the mood. Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't have to do with the fact that totally. they're disgusted by me. Well, but... and I think like there's a difference between like being horny and like being sexually attracted to somebody like i feel like there's so many components that go mm-hmm. into it and also like confidence like i think a right. huge part of like being like a sexual person or just like because everyone's like a sexual right, person right. to some extent but you know just like exploring that part of you is having like the confidence to do it and also Absolutely. like hormonally like if your hormones are fucked up like you're not gonna like be as horny yeah like there's so absolutely. many things that go into it no 100 percent. but i think it also was just like that's something that i found which is that and again i don't want to get into it because of the whole like whether biology or not but mm-hmm. i've always i've often found that especially like women in relationships it will be that well they might have a higher sex drive towards their partner mm-hmm. but then if maybe they're they broke up and they were single it's like oh well the guy might be going out and like fucking a bunch of different people that's so true but it's like in the relationship the girl is usually the one that's like more down to bang all the time i have definitely you know? like from my friends and like my experiences it's the exact same like what you're saying exactly of, like it's actually usually like the girl has like a really high sex drive mm-hmm. in heterosexual relationships and especially <laughs> in experience because usually for me i've found especially with men that unless there's somebody that has been in a relationship mm-hmm. or, you know, are in a relationship with me, probably not very good in bed. I know, yeah. So it's also that thing of, like, well, I just found somebody that's actually, like, good at this. I know. So now I gotta, like, take advantage. Well, this is something I think we talked about earlier this season, but, like, how, like, I think girls more often, like, recycle, like, sexual partners. Oh, I recycle all the time. Because it's like, well, I've already had sex with them a couple of times. Yeah. Like, I, I know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I, I know them. They know me. Sure. And that's especially, I think, just, like, with the way the world is, is, like, you know, sometimes, because... I'm so much more likely and happy to have sex with somebody that's also been like maybe an asshole to me mm-hmm. if I've already like fucked them. And I don't mean yeah. like anything like creepy, but it's like, okay, like again, you know, this is just sex. Yeah. I don't really respect you as a person. Mm-hmm. And I'm so much more happy and comfortable doing it in that scenario still than potentially going out with somebody new. Yeah. I mean, and, it's hard. And, I have and a friend I think that's, that's like going just on a date more now. like the culture of being a woman yeah. versus like, no, obviously I would be happy to like yeah. meet somebody great, but. Yeah, it's just that of, like, I, it just, honestly, it's, like, safer, I guess. Yeah. Well, and, and more enjoyable. To and be, also, TBH. I mean, this is a whole other thing, but then the, 
like shame that people put on women for like body count. Oh, absolutely. Like the, that whole thing just falls right into that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's all, I mean, also I think it's just like thinking about sexual awakening too. And the other thing that's very interesting is that I, so I, like I lost my virginity when I was 15 mm-hmm. and it's like that to me is like, you know, it still sounds kind of young, mm-hmm. but in my experience, it was like actually the perfect right time yeah. and situation. I was like lucky in that. And I knew that I was ready, but it was still that thing of, you know, some of my friends weren't ready for a couple years after me yeah. and some of my friends were ready before me and some of them maybe weren't and, you know, did something anyway, but I also think that because of the way that sex is, like, peddled to us, especially as a young kid, it makes it so that a lot of the times people do things they're not ready for or vice versa because you're feeling like you have to, like, you know, be on a certain Mm -hmm. timetable instead of just the reality, which is, once again, we're all going at our own paces. And that was a little rambly, but I feel like you know what I mean. No, I know exactly what you mean. And I think that totally makes sense. I mean, the, like, cliche thing that... I've at least heard people say to girls is like, oh, like, you'll know when you're ready, mm-hmm. which I think that like does make sense because like even just I mean, the if thought... that person's being like empowered to actually like know that yes, choice, yes, you know what I mean? Yes. But even just like the like, extreme differences of ages of when like women get their periods, it's mm-hmm. like it's a huge range. And so like obviously someone like we're not all on the same agenda, you mm-hmm. know? And you know something I'm just thinking about now, too, is that I would also really like to know just kind of about some men and their virginity experiences, because I also know, like, so many of, like, my guy friends and et cetera, it's so much more about just, like, losing your virginity, for example, whereas in girls, it's, like, this whole thing because it's going to be held against you, potentially. Mm-hmm. But I also, it's, like, that's, like, such a shitty experience, too, when it is something that's really, like, vulnerable in your first time. Yeah. like. I'm sure that that is also something that just fucks with them so mentally because to have that be your first experience and then also probably have it nine times out of ten be something really fucking weird yeah. because it's just more about the obsession of, like, getting it done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and that also, like, brings up the point of people, like, waiting until marriage to have sex, which I don't I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong with that if that's what, like, feels right for yeah. you. But I do think that there has to be, like, yeah sexual exploration even if it's like not with the other person but like it's such a part like as a human like we are sexual beings so it's like if you're not like exploring that essence of you it's like you're not yourself yet absolutely and i think to me it's like exactly what you're saying it's like no i wouldn't if that's what somebody was doing it's not like i would you know judge them because they wanted to save themselves from marriage but i just think in this day and age, I can't think of anybody that would be doing that for actually the right reasons. I totally agree. So that's why it's hard for me to say, like, yeah, it's that's that's the right thing to do. Because I'm like, no, you're probably doing that for some fucked up thing you've internalized yeah. or been raised to believe. And it's not going to work out well, for I watched, you. <laughs> I think it was a YouTube video or something, but... um. It was about how, I think it was at BYU, so they were Mormons. Like, it was a, Mm -hmm. oh my god, there was just, like, all the loopholes of how they were, like, able to be sexual without, like, having sex. And one was, like, um, like, soaking. So, like, 
a man would put his oh, penis yes. into a vagina and yeah. it would just sit. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, that's also, like, sex. I don't know. Yeah. Or, like, there was, like, viewing parties where you would go and just, like, look at, like, people would just get naked and just look at them. Mm. And wow. then also there was, like, the one that, like, couples would, like, go to Vegas and get married, have sex, and then get it annulled by, like, Monday just because, like, they wanted to have sex. And so mm. they were, like, going through the loophole <laughs> of their faith. And, like, oh, we have to be married? Seems like okay. you should just have sex at that point. It just seems like like they're doing like, all these things. Like, God get, wouldn't like, want that either. A literal annulment. Like, also, I'm sorry, but, like, I don't think God's that dumb. If you're no, also No, God's that. not that dumb. It's like dumb. you're doing it for God, who you believe would be this, like, omnis- omnipotent presence. I'm I sorry, know. But, Oh, we'll get this, pull this it, fast it, one on It him. covers, yeah. Oh, this but, tracks. And he, I mean, he'll never know. The whole, like, looking at people naked thing, I mean, that's actually, like, in Tantra, that is, like, a very, like, intimacy bonding experience. Yeah. But in that scenario... But I also weird. wasn't, like, like couples. It was, like, a like a party. That's like, what I'm saying. Oh, we're like, going to a, a viewing party. That scenario is very weird. <laughs> but I wanted to also just do, like, the sideline of, like... Yeah. But that in general, yeah. when you're like doing it with like your partner or in, like your that partner, thing, that might make more. It's sense. Actually, very like beautifully intimate exercise. <laughs> oh my gosh, have you been to a viewing party? No, a I'm like slightly duo? curious though. <laughs> but again, I feel like that's also. And before we end and maybe go to our next segment, like something that I think is also interesting. Again, just talking about America. It's kind of like drinking, too, if you think about it, but how, like, nude beaches in other countries. Mm. Like, if America had a nude beach, it would be a fucking shit show because it would get creepy. It would just be creepy and weird and sleazy because it's so, like, fetishized. We're disgusting. Like, drinking, for example. (laughs) Whereas in, if you're in Europe and you're there, like, you don't actually think about, you're not... There's just, like, a different level of, like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm topless right now, but I'm not thinking about the fact that I'm topless and people are probably, like, trying to take videos or being creepy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. But, yeah, anyway, it's probably a good time to go into our favorite segment. Yay! Question of the week. Party. Yes. Okay, so to recap, last week's question of the week was... Do you wear any underwear every um, day? Oh, that was like any underwear. <laughs> Do you ever wear underwear? So I guess um, I'll just say no again because I beat it yet yeah, last week. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're, you already, you already <laughs> Brain told us. stopped for a second. But let's see what uh, our viewers said. Yeah. Well, I have to share mine, Karen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have something to say, too. I also have a voice. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. And underwear, or maybe not. Or maybe not. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say no. I mean, I, I think, like, most of the time, but not all the, the time. You gotta, you gotta air things out, too. I know. <laughs> well, yeah, you gotta keep the pH, you know? Exactly. Gotta, but yeah, what did people say? So it was a pretty close race the whole time. Um, it was 50-50 for a lot of it. Um, and right now we are at 56% yes and then 44% no. Okay. So most people pretty even wear underwear every day. Yep. Yep. I mean, it makes sense. Like, again, something that I feel like is... I mean, even not wearing underwear is something that's so fetishized, where it's like, yeah. you're dirty because you're not wearing underwear. Yeah. And it's also like, mm, 
this way. So also you're just cozy. one big slut. Yeah, exactly. You're not wearing underwear because if I'm not wearing underwear, mm-hmm. the only reason is because I'm ready for sex at any time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or maybe I just didn't do my laundry. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe I'm just, like, fucking chilling. Maybe I'm just, like, lazy. I mean, it's I don't not know. like I'm going to do that, like, in jeans. Like, that would be crazy. That'd be, that'd be horrible. I mean, it would just be very uncomfortable. Ow. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, like, yeah, if I'm, like, around the house especially. But even, like, hot yoga. Like, I don't usually wear underwear to that. Yeah. Because it's, like, I'm just... What's I'm the sorry. Point? I'm just... Yeah. It's going to just get soaked. But that's also, again, <laughs> just, like, always weird of, like you know i mean especially not that tv shows are real life but i know that people do do this in real life which is like even wearing like bras to bed yeah so weird just crazy don't do that don't it's why not good for you don't i don't wear bras really ever but i don't know if i own don't a bra. do it to sleep <laughs> yeah I'm like, but definitely not to I bed definitely don't i guess that would be a good question like yeah. do you i've asked this before on my personal account but like do you sleep naked or like do you wear underwear when yeah you sleep? i mean sleeping naked supposed to be like very therapeutic but i do sometimes and then sometimes it like feels wrong not like it's just shameful but i'm just like i'm not comfortable yeah it's like well i can like be comfortable again topless but then i'm like bottoms i know i feel like i like need a bottom and then sometimes i feel like i just need a top i don't know what it is exactly and then sometimes you know i'll just be like with my cat and i'll have the like god forbid he got spooked and i'm just naked here vulnerable it hasn't happened, but that, you know, I'm preventing that from happening. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess, I mean, this isn't, it's a good question, but not necessarily like a big juicy one. So I feel like we can just ask our next question. Yeah. For no, this I week. feel good yeah. with it. So um, we're doing a little rogue with this one. Ooh. Um, okay. I'm going to paint a scenario for okay. you. Okay. Paint it. <laughs> you, you are going to make some toast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Okay. It's breakfast. Yeah. You get um, the loaf of bread out of the fridge. It's pretty new bread, okay. you know, and okay. there's a lot of bread left. And you take out a piece like and there's so, I have no idea where this a is little bit of mold <laughs> on one slice of bread. Do you Ooh. throw away the whole loaf? I would like. Oh, I'm not gonna answer. Ah! I'm not gonna answer. You always like get me on these little stories where I'm like, no, I'm just really thinking about it. But that was a journey. I appreciate the picture. I'll have to figure out how to do it better. And I do like that it's very random. (laughs) And then, unless you uh, feel sexual towards toast, in which case, I get it. I'm gonna make the bridge for you next week. I feel like maybe the smell of toast could be part of my sexuality. I completely agree. You know? Oh my god, Mm -hmm. the smell of toast. Female gaze. The female gaze is actually the smell of toast. Toast, sourdough, exactly. butter, salt. Exactly. That's the female gaze. Um. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Hey. Um. We lost two followers on Instagram. I guess you guys. I don't know. Whatever. Um. So now we're at eighty-six. Oh. No longer at the infinity number. Well, we need to go to infinity and beyond. Mm-hmm. So cartoons. Share this profile. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> cartoons. <laughs> okay. They're hot. <laughs> yeah. That's a good question. Like, who's hotter? Uh, what are your buzz? Buzz. I don't know. 
I mean, what is so charming? I guess I do always just kind of like the like dumb big guys though. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me Andy Dwyer. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. You okay, know. hmm. Maybe I'll have to ask that. Yeah, exactly. Let's see. We'll then. see. You'll Simba have to follow us. <laughs> That is a like, hard one. Or even like, you know, like older Simba, because I'm not going to say baby Simba, um, but like older Simba versus Scar, you know? Ooh. Or, or older Simba versus like Scar's nephew in the second movie. Oh my. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Whatever or- his name was, but he was a hottie. <laughs> We might okay. Follow us on Instagram. Are yeah. we doing this or what? Um, I think we're gonna have to do like a day of like this or that. Yeah. Choose your sexual cartoon partner coming for you on the Instagram. So definitely tune in. Yeah, tune in next week. Yes. Um, two Thanks more so weeks for listening. Of sexual awakening. Yes. And sexual. And happy stuff. continuation of pride. Yay. Bye. Bye.